Oh, are you ready? Drum <laughs> roll for this week's taxi. Listen, you think you've seen it all until you meet the man from Calabasas. All right. Is that the correct way to say it? Is it Calabasas? California. I, I guess Calabasas. it's Calabasas. I mean, it, it seems like whenever someone says a name like Calabasas or Kalamazoo, um, so it's like you know that they're real places, but just the name of it sounds like this is going to be interesting. <laughs> exactly. So, okay. This story on this week's, let me start. I got to hype up my energy for this story. On this week's tax tree, okay. All right. What you want to know first? What you want me? You want me to give you the rundown? Where, where, where do you want me to start on this? So this I want to know, first off, I want to know, what was the penalty that this person got? 17 and a half years. So this person is going to prison for 17 and a half years. Yes. All right. What were they found guilty of? They were found guilty of stealing $35 million from wow. about 100 people. 101 people. Now, I'll provide context, okay? Because I know people are okay. doing math like, man, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of money. Okay. This gentleman um, was a professional athlete at some point. Um, I think he did maybe the Olympics or something. He was some sort of like athlete. Point is, I guess he, that opportunity, he was originally, I think, from the Philippines. It had given him the opportunity in, in competing to kind of meet some influential people, um, people that, you know, had the financial means to be able to do investment in startups and different things like that. So when he retired, he moved to California and basically started telling people that he was starting a cannabis vaping company. This was in uh, 2000 and I think 19 or 18. I don't remember the exact time, but basically going around telling people, hey, you know, he's going to be starting a cannabis vaping company. There is this really super um, innovative, healthy, healthier alternative to cannabis um, for this company coming out of China. And um, basically he was going to be partnering with them to be able to provide those cannabis vaping vaping pens or whatever they were to the market in the United States. So basically did a very casual crowdfunding initiative, raised capital for $35 million for this company that did not exist. Okay. So meanwhile, okay. Now I got to say, I don't know if he was doing this, like where it was a scam from the get go, or if he really had good intentions to like to really start this cannabis vaping company and it just backfired. I don't know that. However, he continues going through this process, collects that money, um, proceeds to provide fake invoices, makes up these companies um, that he's working with, these vendors and suppliers, provides fake documents of quotes of bids from the company, the companies that he was working with. I think that a couple of them were in Asia, um, provides fake bids, provides fake, fake documents, fake financial documents of projections and stuff like that. And basically forges all this stuff and starts sharing it with the people that I guess invested the $35 million. So, yeah. So, completely 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 shady very bad the worst part is that money that he took 
he actually was using it to finance his lifestyle. So he was traveling, <laughs> living his best life, bought a house in Calabasas. I think that's where the Kardashians live, bought a house in Calabasas, uh, was, was taking trips to Las Vegas every five minutes, um, financing his lifestyle, just living a really lavish lifestyle with people's money that he was supposed to be using to do this cannabis vaping pen business. And there was a situation where they almost, the one of the guys who was actually, this is the really sad part. A couple of the people that had invested in this, their money in this, were actually starting to face financial challenges. And so some of them came and they were like, hey, like I gave you this money as my friend because it wasn't like he, I don't think he'd actually gotten any formal investors, like angel investors. I think these were people that he knew, people that he was friends with that were just like, hey, you know what? I Cannabis is really growing. It's a growing industry. I'll take my money and I'll take my 401k or whatever, whatever the money is. I don't know. I'll put it in here. So there was a, one of his friends, quote unquote, because I don't think you can be someone's friend and do this to them. But one of his friends approached him and was like, hey, you know, I invested that money. Like, what's going on? Like, I haven't seen a return. And he's like, oh, you know, we're starting to give one reason after the other, forge documents to explain that as well. This friend went to go do some digging and found out that the guy had actually been sued um, on claims of fraud by another company. And they had settled on a $325,000 settlement out of court. Well, when he approached him with this information, the gentleman then forged documents, sent it to that friend and actually said, no, that's not correct. What actually happened is they owed me $325,000 and a settlement payment was made to me. So he was doing all of these wow. shady things and basically spent the money the worst part about this situation is the forged documents. The really, really worst part about this for him is he is now going to be ordered to pay $32 million of the money in damages, basically back to these people that he took money from. And he's going to prison for 17 and a half years. Wow. I mean, that is a crazy story. Now, where I know a lot of people may hear that and say, okay, all right, here, that just sounds like this unbelievable story. But, you know, it sounds very, very similar to a lot of discussions I've been having lately with people as it relates to uh, XPX or, or whatever FTX. Sam Bankman Fried's um, company <laughs> name was, where yep. it's a very similar scenario where you have yep. a person who started a business now. Sam Bankman freed his part, his, his situation was even worse fraud where I, I do think where you have people who start a business and it's usually in this hot up and coming area and they say, Hey, mm -hmm. we're doing X, Y, Z. When I tell people, if you're going to invest in anything, make sure you vet the idea of how viable is this like really? Because I think that is something that a lot of small businesses, you know, that they deal with. Because a lot of small businesses always, often ask me, like, hey, our business is doing well. Are there other things I can invest in? And so they just start throwing money at different stuff. And I'm just like, hey, one, one of the questions that I, I, I ask them is, who is going to be doing the accounting for mm -hmm. the business that you're putting money into? Like, Who's the accounting firm that they're going to be using? Like some of our clients that have investors or they have, you know, partners. One of the questions that I always ask them before we start is, 
are there any other partners we need to provide financial reporting to? Because we want to be able to share that information and say, hey, here is how the company is doing. Mm-hmm. And that gives the investors some comfort. So I'm like, if you're looking to invest in any company is you want to know who is doing the accounting. And if they say, oh, we have XYZ firm, you want to at least have an email introduction or a phone call with that company to know that, hey, that company actually exists or do a quick Google search. That because part, I feel yep. like in this situation, that could have been resolved to where exactly. if, this guy, this, if this friend had asked before I give you the money, like, hey, you know, you're raising a lot of money. This is a heavily regulated industry. So, uh-huh. and you're talking about shipping products from Asia to the U.S. and distributing them. One is, I want to see the actual product. <laughs> like, exactly. Ex- there like, has to be the some product. sort of sample. But I mean, the, the fact that this guy forged things probably doesn't, I wouldn't be surprised if he forged like he came up, he came up with a sample product and was like, this is it. We're going to have 50,000 units in by next week. And I don't, again, I don't remember what period this was, but if this was during COVID, it was probably very, explains why he got away with it because you had all the supply chain issues, right? So you could have been like, hey, this is stuck on a boat. Hey, remember all those stuff that was stuck on a boat coming from China? Yeah, <laughs> that like, is true. That stuff is stuck on the boat. But I I think your point, Terrell, is so important. It's just the financial oversight. Absolutely. Yeah, I would say for for anyone, I mean, which that that, that just reminds me with the number of people that I've seen hurt by bad investments. We're we're probably going to have to do another episode where we talk about that of how do you go about vetting investments? Because that's something that we work with a lot of uh, you know, some of our clients reach out to us like, hey, we need to do due diligence on this company that we're thinking about buying or we're thinking about bringing on investors. And there in some companies we've helped them bring on investors and really helping them navigate that due diligence process of what information do you need to provide to them to give them the comfort that this is a real business. There is something really behind what they're investing in. So We'll probably do another episode on that and we'll do a deep dive in the small business CFO group. And if you're listening to this and you've heard us talk about small business CFO group, um, definitely check out our website. You can learn a lot more about the small business CFO group where we go into a lot more detail and some of the tactics and the actual plan of execution of some of the topics that people have here, because a lot of people follow up with questions like, hey, you mentioned this. Well, what do you mean about this? Well, in the small business CFO group is where we dive a lot deeper into stuff like that. So thank you all so much for tuning in until next time.